Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it to the monumental, although they're all monumental in my opinion, the monumental episode 112. Uh, I was just about to try and say that in Spanish, and I realized I don't know Spanish, but if you can imagine me saying 112 in Spanish, 112. Michael, how's, how, how, how's it going? How is How art thou doing? I wouldn't know how to say it either. In Spanish, was my first language. <laughs> I, don't, I should know. I should know. I I but taking. I took Spanish from kindergarten. Kindergarten, and you're um, how old are you in kindergarten? You're uh, you're a, Five, you're a spermatozoa. I don't know. You're whatever the fuck you are. I have no idea how old or young you are in kindergarten. But you're but you can't drink. I know that. No. So from kindergarten to like like fucking like sophomore year of of high school can't speak a guy if someone put a if someone if someone stuck a fucking gun in my mouth and said say i love you in spanish we're like fucking just shoot me i don't know (laughs) i can't i couldn't say it you know so um sorry very distracted how's everyone doing michael how are you doing how are you doing i was away last weekend so it's been a while since we've had since we've had talking conversation i'm doing okay i'm a little travel fatigued i uh I, I, I flew down to um, Miami, um, recording this on a Friday, so just just flew in for a short while for the weekend for my dad's 60th birthday, so that's super fun. Um, Be, being, a yeah. fellow, being a fellow person from South Florida, on a scale of, of one to, to burn the world down, how much do you hate that Will Smith song, Miami? Oh, it's been a while since I've heard it. <laughs> Or are you, is there unless there's a new one? No, new no, one? I'm, I'm talking about that. I just remember like back in the day that was yeah. like, dude, everyone everyone was just jamming out to that shit. And I'm just like, if I hear this fucking tune one more time, I'm gonna take a fucking lobster fork and jam myself in the fucking eyeball. Like I just can't, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't process it anymore. So every time I hear because it's 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 every time I hear Miami, I'm not thinking that goddamn song. Yeah, he's so smooth. Yeah. You know? I mean, but everything, everything that is <clears throat> worth it in Miami, I guess, is probably in that song because <laughs> Miami really isn't good for anything other than like the beaches and I guess like the nightlife. If you're into all that stuff, if you're into that stuff, I am not into that stuff. Yeah. I, I just no, <laughs> not 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 my gig, man. But yeah, this, this is going to be sorry. Uh, uh, been over a long week. This is going to be a really, really fun episode, primarily because Michael's going to be steering because I have no idea what the hell to do for this week's show. This week, my friends, we are talking about SIHH, talking about um, interesting things, noteworthy things, completely bonkers things, everything in regards to SIHH that we can fit into however the fuck long this show is because I sometimes forget. Um, but that's basically the idea, um, our take on just sort of you know, the events of just you know the watch show from this year i think there were there were a couple no, there are a couple things i know uh some of you guys sent me some uh, some of the more smart worthy <laughs> uh, inclusions from this yeah. year's show uh but that's it that's that's all i know but it's uh but i think it's gonna be fun to just kind of go through there's also really fun watch news to get to but there is an incredibly monumental watch fast that we need to get through. We have very few, tra- very, very. I, I went Russian there for a second. We have very, sorry, we have very few traditions on this goddamn <laughs> show, and one of them is the watch, the the the, the, the audio wrist check, in a sense. Um, do you want to go first, or should I go first? I, I can go first. Yeah, that's go fine. for it. Let's do it. I'm wearing the Seiko SKX one seventy five. Sweet. Um, <laughs> I only brought two watches on this trip, so I got this little Seiko. And I have the Speedmaster 
which is also fun. Um, What's the thought process with traveling with the Speedmaster? Do you bring it? <clears throat> is that your dress watch? Uh, I had it on the day that I had to get on the plane, <laughs> so it came with me. <laughs> That's, there's no real thought process there. <laughs> But I did see the Seiko and I thought it looked kind of cool and I just opened up the like the the little zipper on my backpack that is for holding pencils and I threw the watch in there because I just wanted another watch. You didn't even wrap it in a sock, you just threw the poor thing in there bareback? Yeah, no, it's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But I got I got the Seiko on today. It's fun. It's uh, you know, comfy. Uh still digging this bracelet. I I I talked a lot of uh, smack about getting the Uncle Seiko um, Z199 mm-hmm. reissue, but I never did because I, <laughs> I really like this. Uh, What's that bracelet you want to get for your Speedmaster, the stretchy one? What is that? Do you have that? Well, I have that now. That was donated by a listener, um, uh, IG user Farlius. Uh, he sent one in. What up, Farlius? OG and I got it. I I still have to put it on, uh, but I'm kind of concerned because people say that it pulls your hair a lot. So, um, it's one oh, of those like your hair. Ones. Your hair gets caught in the cracks and the, the crevices of the watch, and then it like yanks yeah. the arm. Yeah, it sucks. That was one of the reasons <clears throat> I wasn't into bracelets at all when I first got into watches. Because as like a younger kid, anytime I wore a bracelet, I was always a hairy piece of shit. Like 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 I like I crawled out of the womb covered in placental fluid and sorrow and <laughs> hair. This is always a hairy piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Just so, hair on your teeth. Just hair hair on my eyeballs. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> ugh, like the full the full teen wolf. You know what I mean? Uh, and um when I was a kid and I would put on like my dad's watch or like a random ass watch or whatever, it would always yank the hairs uh, out of my wrist. Um, I learned over time, you know, collecting watches and learning and growing with you that, that, that I think that's just the mark of like, like maybe not like a good quality bracelet. So I think with the stretchy bracelet, it's a vintage thing. So I don't think necessarily it's kind of, uh, uh, of quality, but maybe it's just like a vintage thing. Cause my Seiko bracelets, I've never had that issue, you know? Yeah. I, um, you know, I, I have it. I, I'd like to test it on the Speedmaster. It's not one that I'd love to have on the watch. I'd love to have a JB Champion bracelet on on my Speedmaster, but uh, nice. It just uh, it doesn't it, it doesn't fit. Um, <clears throat> and it's a it's a whole other journey that I don't want to get into. <laughs> but for now, I'll I'll experience the nice vintagey jangle with this um, SKX one seventy five. Um, that's so like cool. I said before, this is just a 009. Uh, it's a it's a Pepsi bezel for this one, and kind of the, uh, you know, just the, just the Seiko dive watch that everybody knows. Uh, some people actually really do think that they have finally been discontinued. Um, I didn't tell you I saw a Seiko SKX uh, 007 on a rubber strap in the wild, up close and personal in the wild, literally. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, how how so- close? Uh, I could smell the man. Okay. Quite close. Uh, so this past weekend, the weekend before the one that just happened, it was my one year anniversary. And I think some of you guys in the, um, on, on Instagram saw me, I was throwing up some story segments from our hotel. <clears throat> so, um, we were staying at a hotel called the animal kingdom lodge and like the hotel wraps around these, um, these like savannas. And so from your hotel room and balcony, you can just see like 
zebra and giraffe and like i i had a life-changing moment on this balcony bro before i talk about watches i had a life-changing moment on this balcony like the sun is setting i'm sitting there with my with with, with my wonderful wife the person who has you know to her own to her own fault chosen to spend the rest of her life with me and um the sun is setting and there are these two giraffes there and it was so surreal it was a baby giraffe and a mama giraffe and the baby giraffe was nursing and i'm just like dude <laughs> like my mind was blown i'm like what like everything in the world is meaningless except for this moment <laughs> like i had like, I had like a, I had like a moment it was so it was so utterly bizarre but like where the hell else in the world can i literally drive 5 minutes from my home check into a hotel sit on a balcony with coffee or whatever the fuck we were doing and just see that you know what i mean i don't yeah. know yeah, totally crazy. But where I saw the SKX, um, we we did this sort of behind the scenes thing. So each park in Disney has their own version of like a behind the scenes thing, like behind like you know like behind stage or blah blah blah. And in Animal Kingdom, um, the most popular one is the Wild Africa Trek, where basically they take you on a three to four hour like walking and rope bridge tour of their safari. But you're not in a truck. You're in a very small group. You're with guides. And um, it's absolutely incredible. It was like the best money I ever spent. I'm going to tell everyone. I'm going to tell everyone to do it. The next motherfucker that asked me for money at the gas station, I'm telling him to do it. Everyone's going to get told to go on the Animal Kingdom while that's <laughs> The reason I'm bringing this up is because someone there, old dude, old dude that was there, he was wearing a Seiko um, SKX007 on the on the rubber strap and I was wearing my sumo. Nice. So I kept trying to like do things so he would see my wrist, but like awkwardly. You were trying you were trying to peacock. I was trying to peacock. I wanted him to I wanted him to get to gaze upon my frock and choose to come and talk to me. You know what I mean? But like he, but he, he didn't he didn't even notice the fucking old piece of shit didn't fucking notice. But God, well, I, mean, I mean, maybe he did, but he's with his family. But fuck him, dude. At the same time, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's uh, only eight of us here. You could say, "Hey, cool sumo," and that's it. Although I'd probably follow you around the rest of the whole, the rest of the rest of the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was interesting. Thought you'd get a kick out of that. So I'm one of those in the wild. Yeah, they're they're fun, man. This this um, great safari watch. I can confirm it's a great safari watch. It's a great <laughs> safari watch. I would go for. Um, you know, and if you have the Pepsi and you're on a safari, you're, you're, the bezel's going to get some nice uh, sun exposure, so you can start oh, yeah? working working towards the uh, the cool uh, baby blue patina <laughs> and magenta that some of these Seikos get after a while. That's so cool. But that's it. That's what I'm wearing. Basic 7S26 uh, dive watch. Um, you know, I just wanted I just wanted to have something else. So this was literally a grab and go thing. As there you I go. Was uh, leaving, I just grabbed it and threw it in the bag. <laughs> so, That's yeah. How, how about you? Uh, so this watch, this watch fest is very interesting. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing a thing. I'm doing something. Wait, you're saying, are you on a watch fest? Oh yes, I, I spoiled it. I'm technically watch fasting. Okay, but I'm not watch fasting in the way y'all motherfuckers think I'm watch fasting. Okay, I'm not wearing a watch. Ah. I'm doing it. Michael, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm doing it. I've 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 thrust up I've I've cast off the shackles of orological society and I've gone feral and I'm in the woods eating on the dirt or whatever you eat when you're feral in the woods. I'm not wearing a watch. I haven't been wearing a watch for 
At the time of this recording, I haven't worn a watch for five days. At the time of y'all hearing this, I'll probably haven't worn a watch for, I don't know, seven days. I don't know if I'm going to do a full watch fast, but wow. um, it's been a it's been a pretty, pretty crazy week uh, for me, like professionally and personally. And um, I was like organizing things and I've, I've been talking for a while about like watch purging and things like that. And I just had this weird moment where I'm just like, dude, I'm done. I'm just done. I don't want anything. I don't want anything anymore. Like I just, I don't need all these stupid fucking watches. I've been trying to sell watches and it's been going well. I did. I, I, I haven't been trying very hard. I need to try harder, you know, they'll sell. But like, because I only had one watch during my one year and I wore that same watch for like four days and it wasn't a big deal. I just wore my sumo four days in mm-hmm. a row. Yeah. I wore that shit to my anniversary dinner. It looked, and like, and so like I was dressed up nice with this giant fucking like, like, you know, like submarine window on my wrist, but it, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. After that, I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't know. Like what happens if I just don't wear a watch? And so that day I got back, um, I woke up and, um, I was going through my morning routine and I reached the part of my routine where I put a watch on. I'm just like, no, I'm not doing <laughs> it. I'm not wearing a watch. I don't care, dude. That sounds kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. It's interesting. I do feel, as an individual, I feel liberated. As a watch reviewer, this wasn't very intelligent. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have stuff in to review. <laughs> I have stuff I'm, I'm supposed to wear, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm not. I'm not wearing it right now. So what, but, are, the, uh, what are the specs on that, uh, that bare wrist of yours? <laughs> It well, it looks like it looks like it looks like I'm a fucking escapee from the Amistad because I have like a, I have a watch tan and it just looks like I used to live in shackles. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I look I look like a goddamn Alabama runaway at this point, dude. Because it just like it's just <laughs> it's just pale where the shackles used to be, you know. And so, but uh, let me see. I can where my calipers. Where my calipers? Let me see. <laughs> let me measure. Let me measure my wrist. Gonna measure my wrist on air. You want me to do it in millimeters or inches? Uh, whatever, whatever works for you. I'm trying to adjust because of my less than ideal microphone situation right now. <laughs> you, you adjust. So why? So I can't do, I can't do circumference, but width, my wrist is two point one hot inches. Nice. It's too Not bad. To, I guess I don't fucking know everything everything is meaningless Michael we've had this talk um, and then thickness is 1.6 okay that's the whole show everyone you all have a good week now you're <laughs> thanks for listening to 112 episodes <laughs> we're out <laughs> the um, the no watch watch fast is something we have talked about I think we've threatened <laughs> we've thre- we've threatened you kind folk at home um with that and it's just something I just did just spur the moment and um I catch myself wanting to try on watches like right now I'm right now I'm looking at this Hemel uh this Hemel H HF20 uh-huh. graph is that what it is yeah, the the one that you reviewed recently. The one that I reviewed recently. Um, I'd love to wear it, but I'm not. I'm not gonna wear it because then then the spell is broken. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but I'm gonna see how long I can do this for. Uh, if I do for the whole month, interesting. If not, still not a big deal. But it's just um, I just want less things in my yeah, life. Yeah, me too. I don't blame you. 
You know, yeah. watching watching that goddamn Marie Kondo show <laughs> has made me subconsciously inclined to just not want things. And so I just find myself saying, no, this doesn't spark joy. I don't need this. I'm like, wait, I, 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 I need this. I need this. You know what I mean? It doesn't I, spark joy. <laughs> I need this. Yeah, my toilet plunger doesn't spark joy, but I really probably need it. You know what I mean? That's my issue with the spark joy, her spark, her spark joy theory. You know? If, yeah. not, if, if you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, there's a Netflix show called Tidying Up um, with this um, this tidying expert, which I should not feel ridiculous saying because we have a fucking watch podcast, but there's a tidying... <laughs> that's her thing. People pay her money. She goes into homes and like she teaches you valuable lessons for keeping your shit tidy, um, <laughs> which can be summed up uh, very... I, <laughs> Just put it in like little boxes. Everything, everything, right. her solution is to just put it in a box. Like, well, I have all these socks and so I don't know what to do. Oh, just fold them, put them in a box. Oh my God, that's so smart. I have a collection of uh, origami eggs that I make out of out of mud and I just don't know. They just, I don't know what to do. You just put them in a little box. Oh, that's so smart. Everything's in a little box. And she sells person. the boxes. And she sells, it's the perfect crime. And they're like 80 bucks a box <laughs> from what I've literally. So I'm going to, I, I need to put, so I mean, not speaking facetiously, I need to put things in boxes. You know, Marie Kondo, I should, I need to put bullshit in boxes, but I'm, I'm not <laughs> buying boxes. I'm fucking printing them. I've set aside four hours this week to 3d print the boxes that I need because I'm not buying a box. All right, dude, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just going to print that shit. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember you printed some boxes back when we were, yeah, I used to print pencil cases and bullshit. Yeah, and like bring them to work, dude. Yeah, man, it's easy. Very cool. You know? It's fun. Why the fuck not? It's not. Free. I, I was gonna say it's free. It's not free, but it's way cheaper than whatever the fuck she's charging for them boxes. You know? <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just, I just, I'm sorry, I'm very distracted. Um, I just want less clutter in my life, and that has also kind of spilled over into just watches. I don't need all these watches, dude. I want like four. I want three or four watches. You know? Yeah, I mean, um, it's that's kind of something I wish I could go for too. My number is ten. I, I don't know I why I picked ten. I was trying to shoot for ten, but the other day I, I thought to myself, I don't know why I picked that number. And it's probably you know, I'd probably be be happy with much less. I only want four. Big zero. My wedding watch. Sumo because I can't get rid of that watch. Um, Slava Medical, obviously. Christmas chrono. What else? What else do I need? You need a you need a Longines uh, pulse meter. Finally, Ugh, don't <laughs> you 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 shield that forked tongue. Oh <laughs> man, that watch is so cool. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to get that watch one day. But no, it shan't be. It's way too expensive and it's ridiculous. You know. Yeah. I think it's like $4,500. It might be a little more. Um, oh, fuck that shit. But it's yeah, some, somewhere around there. I can hate much. <clears throat> and this is, so, this is the perfect time to talk about all the glitz and glamour and the excess of SIHH. Well, do you want to... <laughs> well, hold on, I have, I, have a, I have another point I want to make about the watch fast. I'm so sorry. We will get to SIHH and some interesting watch news, um, but I just want to make a point about the watch fast. It has come to my attention because uh, a lot of you guys have been like letting us know and flagging it and like tagging us in it. 
that um, there's another watch podcast that's like doing a watch fast, but they're I don't think they realize that the watch fast is like a TBWS thing. So, and this is something that Michael and I have actually encountered before. Other people, um, doing the watch fast, but there might be a misconception about what the watch fast is or its inception, its creation. As far as I know, the actual term watch fast and the rules and practices behind it. Michael and I were the first to do that. Well, technically, yeah. Michael was, you know? And so, if you see that, if you see someone saying, like, oh, I'm going to wear this watch for 30 days straight, blah, 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 just just be like, oh, that's so cool. That's a watch fast from Two Broke Watch Knobs, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Um, is that, like, an unusual, unreasonable request, Michael? Because I'm not currently in my, in my, in my, in my, in my no, state of mind. No, I, I haven't been listening to podcasts at all. Actually, the only other podcast I've been listening to is Love and Watches. Uh, so shout out to love and watches perpetual girl and ranch racer our friends over like on the to, west coast or I, I guess you're on the west coast too technically i like to hear them on the uh airplane but uh, yeah yeah that's, that's that's fine i mean I, I i like to see how it also evolves how people can take it and run with it if uh you know we need to we need to incentivize it almost or like create like a community around it. I want to I want to do more on the website for all of you awesome people who really helped make the watch fast just so much fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um yeah, so I I got to I got to get my shit together and <clears throat> stop sleeping and just and just work on the site. I mean, that's the isn't that what Howard Hughes did? He was fine, right? Yeah, he was totally fine. <laughs> yeah, he was fine. He was the richest man in the world for a little while, dude. He was fine. He didn't sleep. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> if, I, if I just have to stay for three days straight, people will just send me billions of dollars. <sighs> fucking where do I sign up, dude? You exactly. Know? Just inject Red Bull into my fucking, into my fucking, like, you know, I don't know, neck or whatever. I have to, uh, let's see. Sorry, just making sure my mic is okay. I don't have a mic stand, so... For for a bit, I thought I was just gonna hold the microphone the entire episode, but then I'd have to, you know, I'd have you to type with one hand. You don't understand people at home. The microphones we use, they're like orbs, and so when I hear Michael say he was just gonna hold his microphone the whole time, I just pictured Hamlet holding the skull. You know what I mean? <laughs> I knew I knew him, and like just talking, <laughs> just talking into the skull at me the whole time, cup yeah. on a string. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I keep picturing every time he said he was gonna hold the microphone. So yeah, I'm sorry, I I, I cut you off. No, but, uh, but then I have to type with one hand. But uh, let's be real, that's a skill I learned early on. I was gonna say <laughs> at this point, at this point in every man's life, you you should be fairly proficient at typing <laughs> with one hand, and we'll leave it at that. All right. But right, but right now it's <laughs> the the orb is sitting at the very top of a magic bullet mini blender um this is a professional show it's a professional uh, goddamn show michael all right yeah. <laughs> you got that uh you got that blender mic stand over at uh over katasana right or whatever yeah, the fuck, I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah i was gonna say musician's friend but i don't think they're even still around anymore who Are knows they? maybe who knows man i'm telling you dude but yeah here so um Huge thank you to everyone that was just that's just been like tagging us and like or and like letting us know when people are doing a watch fast. I think that's so incredible just to see what you guys and the community just do with it because it's not just so I, I should correct myself, it's not just a two broke watch knobs thing. This is all of our thing. You know what I mean? It's very much something that's only possible because 
of you guys, the watch fast. And so I'll keep everyone updated on my no watch watch fast. Um, Take a wrist shot. Well, yeah, no, well, I mean, that, then I'm just shooting wrist porn, literal, <laughs> literal wrist porn. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll be fine. <clears throat> God, what was I saying? Um, super cool. You were in the SKX. Fun to hear that you brought the the Speedmaster. Uh, I always get very excited when you post both those watches in the feed, and uh, I need to post more this week, so probably won't be doing any wrist shots, but uh, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> also, to let people know, to flag it now, I'm going to get two watches in for review because a few of you people have asked about these, and I want to do an official proper write-up in my own assessment spending time, but then I'm going to get a... Tiger concept, um, one of those tiger, tiger concept like homage pieces, you know. Right on. And I'm gonna get uh, an Invicta Pro Diver. Uh, get oh, those cool. two in to get those two in for a proper two broke watch knobs review. And I also I'm also contemplating specifically seeking out. I don't know which one specifically. I have to find it, but looking specifically for the fucking most ugly Invicta ever. To buy it in, like I want it to, I want it to look like a fucking Protoss. Oh, I can help you. Can find, you? Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, I can help I, you find the. I want it to like look that. like 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 a Protoss Zealot's fucking syphilitic cock ring. I want it to look like it's from the future that no one wants to be a part of. We should have made that actually. We should do a giveaway for that. We should crowdsource the audience and have them pick what they think is the most awful invicta they can find i'm going to uh, let's 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 the, let's, let's the do it now the ugliest watch <laughs> will win that send, person that person will win a nice watch and then you'll get to pick that watch to review <laughs> send us your options i don't i the goal is to find something that looks fucking horrible but i want to get it in and actually do a review on the quality yeah, 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 it 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 looks like something it looks like a transformer hemorrhoid. I think I've I think I've used that descriptor in the past. I have no problem using it now. Some invictus are pretty goddamn fucking awful. They're they're war crimes as far as I'm I'm concerned. Okay. I just found a Marvel one that's pretty awful. I'll send it to you later. Marvel Invicta? <laughs> yeah, there's a Marvel Invicta. Like Marvel Comics? Yeah. Yeah, this one has uh, Captain America on it. It's Captain America like... like Not like, Captain America, god damn it. With the Tony Stark guy. I don't know comic books. Iron, Iron Man? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> this is very different superheroes. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> it's tough it's tough man but yeah so um send me your ideas um but i'm gonna get a tiger concept i'm gonna get a straight up just like automatic invicta pro diver and then i want to get um an invicta orological war crime i want to get them in for review to actually share our thoughts because everyone keeps asking and i'm just like i haven't actually interacted with them i don't know so keep an eye out for that looking forward to hearing your thoughts and opinions here i'm eating up way too much time because i'm just talking about emotions because it's been a crazy week um, do you want to talk about, do you, cause I've been talking way too fucking much. Do you want to talk about watch news? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, with SIHH coming, uh, and going, uh, by the time everyone hears this, it'll be all done. So I have no issue talking Yay. about anything. Um, I tried to spend some time looking for non SIHH related watch news, which was uh good fun. 
uh, that's that's how I found that you know that resonance watch not not the resonance the swatch poor man's resonance that I wrote about on the site right um, I think it's and, cool man yeah and some other stuff like that Cornish <clears throat> uh, heritage chronograph yep um, but basically I saw an article um, about Cassio releasing a new 25th anniversary uh, reissue of the basically just the baby G. The first one that ever came out. That's so um, cool. I guess that was 1994. Um, How old were you in 1994? Oh man, I was eight. Yeah, so I was I was seven. <sighs> That's crazy. <laughs> isn't that isn't that nuts? Oh yeah. man, wow. Sorry, so, go on. <laughs> no, yeah, no, this this thing is. Is pretty rad. Um, I I got I sourced some images, and uh, there's really just like press stuff out there now. But um, I'd like to do a little digging and see where I can actually get one of these to maybe review it. But uh, oh. probably have a news post up about it on the site soon, as soon as I can get to it. Um, it's just something that really caught my eye, and uh, you know, it it's a watch that pulled me away to read an entire article about a watch because. During these trade show periods, you you see a bunch of press go out from all these different websites, and I don't really read it. <laughs> like I just I look at the photos and and look at the price and then I move on. But right, um, I actually read all about this watch because it looks kind of fun and the colors are super nineties. Um, I just get I've happy. Feeling, I just get I get very happy when I see this watch. Yeah, I've been feeling very uh, nostalgic lately. As I think most of us have. <laughs> you should be but. getting baby G's, man. You want to get a baby G with me? That was that was like the cool. Like when I was a kid, the, everyone had like a fucking baby G. Yeah, but we got we're trying to get rid of watches. <laughs> we have to get one in for review that we can let go of. <laughs> I mean, we can probably just buy one and then yeah. uh, review it and then give it away. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. That's that's really um, that's the most uh, standout news piece that's not related to SIHH that. Came out. I think this is pretty cool. Uh, the price listed here is 139 Singapore dollars. I don't know how much that translates, but it can't be that expensive. I'm not sure. Uh, Singapore. I know the other baby G's are like around or just under 100. Okay, so that's 89 euros. So actually, actually, probably like 110 bucks. 89 euro that's 101 dollars oh that's not bad very cool yeah it's not bad at all man but uh that's pretty much it if you want to move on to the sihh stuff i'm uh i'm ready because uh i think it was eh, it was an interesting year it was a little slow um people slow, for the most slow in what sense like there wasn't a lot going on i just uh I just think the volume wasn't as intense as uh, some of the other SIHH shows that I've followed from a distance. Hmm. Um, it's kind of hard to gauge, too, because around December, even November and earlier sometimes, brands will start teasing SIHH stuff before the new year even gets here. So there's some stuff that came out that wasn't even embargoed. Um, like actually one of the IWC watches that... Uh, I'm going to talk about today, but I think for the most part, it, it was another year where the industry seems to be um, aiming for uh, 
value for the most part uh, and, okay. and targeting targeting lower lower price points um the standout for me i'll just go out and say it right away is the uh the revamped iwc spitfire collection um i should be clear that these are watches that are in a price range that we don't typically talk about but i i think i think it's important to um to bring it up sometimes because uh, people are curious about what we think. I've gotten that before. Mm. Um, and I like to see a brand like IWC come out with something new and not jack up the price incredibly because this collection is starting to get into Tudor territory uh, because we're talking in-house movements for pricing that hovers around like the Black Bay range for the most part. Interesting. So if I want to, if I want to see... <clears throat> what you're talking about i would just google iwc spitfire sihh yeah yeah see if you google iwc i'll do it with you iwc mm-hmm. spitfire iwc takes flight with new top gun and spitfire this is from south china morning post oh i'm totally giving them the click yes <laughs> i'm not giving it to anyone else though i don't like anyone else oh, i found but... i found the article let's go together and i'll tell you if the watches are uh you, you found the same the same South China one that I'm looking at? Yeah, but they're only showing the insanely expensive ones. No, let's see. Let's pick another article. <laughs> let's see. Let's pick the uh actually IWC should should have them all on their site. There's IWC.com. New Pilots Watch Spitfire Collection IWC Schaffhausen. Is this the one that says IWC demonstrates its manufacturing expertise with a new Spitfire line? Yep. Lots of fluffy words. I still feel nothing. <laughs> All caps. All caps. You gotta let them know. You gotta let them know you're serious, guys. All so caps. These, this is a collection that's obviously pretty high end. There are really only two watches here that catch my eye, and that is the um, the Pilot's Watch Chronograph Spitfire and the 39 millimeter Pilot's Watch Automatic Spitfire. So one is a 39 millimeter three-hander that comes on this kind of like NATO, NATO-looking watch, yeah, uh, strap watch, and the other one is it looks like a 7750 chrono, but it's apparently not. So we have watches that historically, um, like this three-hander here, would use something like a Solita movement. Um, IWC gets a lot of crap for that, so these all. I guess for the first time in this collection now have a brand new in-house caliber um the, really yeah the 32,000 caliber family is it modified it. from like base something else or these are like fully in-house you know i really don't think we know much about it at this point i i think until people start opening them up and doing reviews and stuff and really getting can we buy one as a measure with a hammer uh, yeah, I mean, or however, I'm not entirely sure how one opens. We'll end up with a, a smashed watch. watch. We could buy a case back tool. <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. I need to, I need to know what's in there now. Man. That's interesting. I I would be curious for more information. Did they not talk about like some of the innovations behind the in-house movement, or were they just like, oh, it's got hands, it's got a fucking strap, and by the way, it's got movement, and they just left, or like, did they make a big deal of it? You, you know, they might have, but every time. Every time any brand talks to me as a consumer about their in-house movement, I just kind of switch off because I think they're overestimating the value of what an in-house movement is. 
uh, especially for a consumer like myself i really mm. don't care all that much i just need the watch to work <laughs> yeah um in-house is not necessarily better uh but you know people do pay a premium for it and brands certainly feel that they can charge that premium how else are you supposed to hang watch on if you can't show off to everyone that your watch has an in-house movement that you paid like twice as much for <laughs> right I don't know, man. But so this <laughs> this little three hander, this thirty nine millimeter thing that kind of like has this watch. Oh yeah, it's got those Mark Eleven vibes. Yeah. Um, you know, thirty nine mil. It's kind of it's not as dressy as the Mark eighteen, but it's certainly kind of within the same family. Mm-hmm. So like I said, this is not cheap by any means, but in stainless steel, it's four thousand three hundred fifty. You're probably gonna find it for in the three K range. Street pricing. These are gonna be mass production pieces uh this isn't limited or anything you have any idea um, how much money three thousand dollars is michael it's a lot of money a lot of goddamn donuts it's you know? a lot of money but i see a lot of tbws listeners left and right that um you know easily have that in a black bay and a speedy you know so it's these, a good point it's a good i think point. i think that price range people People eventually feel comfortable playing in that price range, mm-hmm. but it's hard to really feel like you're getting what you pay for. Um, so I think this is, um, although it is absurd to call a four thousand dollar watch good value. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think from IWC though it makes sense because every time I hear about IWC, it's always some kind of like it's all it's always immediately an an unattainable price range in my opinion when I hear the name. Correct me if I'm wrong. I hear people having discussions about watch collecting all the time. Hmm. And someone will say, yeah, you know, I started with a Rolex and then I had this Rolex and this Rolex and this Rolex. And then the other side of the the other person will say something like, oh, when did you move on to bigger and better things like IWC or this and that? I don't know if IWC is bigger and better than, than Rolex, but it's certainly, I guess it's just a little more niche. I'd from, say. from like a non-orological consumer's point of view, you're making the leap with your wallet. I see. Yeah. It's you're, it's it's you're in the under 1K, under 3K watch. You're in like orological purgatory. Oh yeah, you can tinker around some Seikos, but eventually you'll want to get like <laughs> a Rolex or like yeah. an you know what I mean? Like like eventually you will see the light and you will you will you will you will come into the realm and you will purchase xyz 3k 4k watch that's how a lot of people see watch collecting which to me is just fucking bonkers that like that's 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 you expressing yourself with your wallet which anyone can do (laughs) it doesn't make it special you know what i mean but there's there's a difference if you actually like a watch and it happens to be expensive that's totally totally different we know plenty of incredible collectors very very well who are who do that but uh, there is also a segmentation in horology that makes you feel like you aren't a proper collector until you've made some sort of financial milestone with the watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I definitely understand what you're saying though with the side WC. Like you don't, you wouldn't necessarily put it in that same sort of realm as other people kind of see the, see other brands. Yeah, definitely not. Um, and you know, for a while I've really liked the Mark 18 from my WC, but yeah, I feel like if I ever did, um, kind of go for something now and i i you know i'd I'd do this little this little three-hand spitfire i'd have to obviously you know sit down and save and save and save (laughs) um but uh 
yeah, this thing is cool. It's, I, I was afraid of what IWC would do to the whatever pilot watches they were going to come out with because I think there are only so many Petit Prince watch, like <laughs> versions of something that you can make. <laughs> um, Isn't that the book? Isn't that the children's book? Yeah, yeah. And they say La Petite Prince. Uh, it's really fun to hear them talk what about do you these th- how, What are your thoughts on this uh, on this Fotina, this like aged loom? Because the one I'm looking at, this this pilot automatic Spitfire, the 39 millimeter, I'm looking at, it has aged loom. Or is that like an option? Or they all have it? No, no, they 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 have it for the most part. Um, I I've never I've never cared about it. I've never been really militant about um, you know, aged uh, like patina kind of stuff. Yeah. I always kind of dug the Fender Telecasters that came all beat up. <laughs> they make them fresh off the line, and then a bunch of interns take it out back and hit it with like a belt sander and some chains. Yeah. And then fucking, you know, James Hetfield comes and clog, clog dances on it for like an hour and a half, and then they sell it to you for 2000 bucks. He river um, dances with fucking clogs on that, on that, that faux teened poor Telecaster. But this this is apparently different. Uh, someone was telling me that the way they did it on these uh, indices, there's actually there's actually a gradient to it. So oh. closer to the center of like the triangle, for example, it's darker, and then as you get to the edges, it's a little bit lighter. So I can kind of see that in the photograph. That's interesting. They're getting super super um, specific with the way they do this aged loom stuff. So. I don't mind it. I'd still buy the watch. I dig it. And that chronograph ain't half bad either. But that thing mm-hmm. is 5,700 in steel. And I think the 5K plus range is... Uh, Therapy monsters. <laughs> something something <laughs> a little different. So yeah, that's kind of like the first uh, standout for me. I would say that was kind of, at least for me, the undisputed winner uh did you did you have another watch you wanted to bring up like next or can I ask you a question about a watch I'm seeing now because you're more informed you about, can, about no yeah you can we're we're winging this man it's what fine. the fuck is this GI Joe Panerai there's a GI oh is there it's something like, it's green you know uh, Panerai came out with a bunch of new submersibles uh, in 42 millimeter so I like the fact that they're playing with 42 but I think yeah there is one that comes in like a Panerai famed for its link to Italian combat divers Pff, whatever dude <laughs> pull the other one it's got bells on it introduces the Panerai submersible Marina Militaire Carbotech 47 millimeter a 33 47 goddamn millimeters a 33 piece limited edition made from Carbotech a material based on carbon fiber that, what the fuck does that mean? I what see it. Based yeah, I on see it carbon now. fiber mean. You know, that's anything, a, that's you, a anything is based way. on anything. <laughs> that's a pretty crappy way to word it, I'd say. This professional dive watch delivers remarkable technical performance. Yeah, whatever, dude. Whatever, whatever jerks. I just like the way Carbotech looks. It's probably pretty light. I've never messed with it. It's probably some proprietary. Is it, is, it, is it what the watch is made of? Like what the case is made of? Yeah, yeah. It looks stupid. I think it I mean, looks pretty I mean, cool. It looks I mean, kind it, of, it's got a grain to it. I think it has it has an interesting, almost like a wood yes. texture grain to it, which I think is interesting. I'm not paying whatever the fuck much this watch costs to get it. No, though. no. You just stencil that shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. The the forty two the submersible is. You know, that's 
I like the it's hands. pricey, man. Oh yeah, I love I love the hands. They these hands are actually pretty cool. They look like torpedoes. Yeah, all of these watches, man. I'm even looking at the 42 millimeter, and it's seventeen thousand four hundred. That's the price of the Audemars Piguet Royal Oak Time Only 15400, brand new. Like, really? Even, even $17,000. I so, would. I didn't pay attention to these that much. I just, I'm on the SIHH um, website, I think, or wherever I was, and this thing just popped up. It's interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I like it, but I can't stop looking at it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because Have you ever handled? I, I, I've I think, never handled a Carbotech. I've handled oh, okay. a submersible before. They're too huge. I, I think you and I both have um, a very kind of we have guilty, a, we guilty have love. a guilty pleasure with Panerai. <laughs> like I think both you and I are very aesthetically uh, attracted to the look of um, of a Panerai, um, and I think if we were ever in the position where we could um, make purchases casually, we probably would have at least one of these in the collection. If I was, if I was no longer emotionally crippled at this point in time, y'all will hear my voice. I'm emotionally crippled right now. So I don't, I don't, I can't make proper watch decisions, which is why I'm not wearing a fucking watch. I at think, this time. I think it's because we like Panerai's, but we don't want to be the men that Panerai assumes that we are when <sighs> we buy their watches. Can we get a Panerai and some skull bead bracelets? <laughs> okay, no, I'll do the skull bead bracelets. You do the lion head bracelets. The lion head. I'll yeah, I'll take the lion. Okay. Is that is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Let's do yeah, it. Dude. Let's do it, bro. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Oh, I'm trying so, to think so of into. other should I should I keep talking about winners or should I throw a kind of I'm just looking at stuff. I'm just trying to see what catches my eye. Did Cartier do another do more stuff? So it's a good thing that you bring up Cartier because they came out with a watch that I'm super stoked on. Okay. And I know a ton of people are just going to say it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so, so into this. What is it? <laughs> well, they came out They came out with a ton of crazy stuff. They came out with a chronograph version of the Santos, which is I really saw that. big. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like a skeleton thing that they did. <laughs> but they, the one that caught my eye was the Cartier Santos Dumont. That's all they call it. Um, it's their new entry level uh, model, and it's a quartz movement. Um, but it's a, just a very basic two hander. Um, huh. And yeah, it's quartz. It's I like really. The screw, I like the 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 the, the screwed in bezel. Like the bezel has yeah. these like screws that 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 hold it. I like the crown too. It's kind of like a nipple. This is an interesting watch. Yeah, I, I like these a lot. Um, they have two versions. There's a version that's 27.5 millimeters wide and a version that's 31.4 millimeters wide. I feel like this um, is the watch that Thomas Wayne would wear after as he was getting shot. <laughs> it's very Gotham City, and I could see him very dramatically falling backwards while Mrs. Wayne's pearls hit the ground and yeah. his corpse hit. Like, there's just, there's just something very... Um, I think it's a cool looking watch. How much is it, this watch? It's a nice evening watch. Um, this is where people are going to lose their minds. It's a quartz watch. Um, so for the 27 millimeter, it starts at 3,650. Um, 
for the larger one, it starts at 3,900. So we knew this was going to happen. This is SIHH and like, and watches that are, you know, I'm not, I'm not as mad as I'm expecting myself to be. It's Cartier. You, if, if, if you get upset at the fact that this is a quartz watch and it's expensive, you might as well just get upset at every Louis Vuitton purse <laughs> that's out there. It's a bag that holds things. This is a watch that ticks, you know, both have really prestigious, I suppose, luxury names on, on them. And that's really, that's just, a huge part of the cost. Aesthetically that's, speaking, it, it's quite a handsome watch, actually. It's I'm, very handsome. I'm, I'm into it for some reason, man. I'm just, I just, I'm just not ready to put down 3000 bucks. Yeah, I'd wait years and find, wait till one is super thrashed. And Hold on, my cat's here. What's wrong? Are you okay? <laughs> she actually responds. It's really funny. <laughs> oh, you can hear? Yeah. Yeah, man. Are you okay? What happened? Come here. Oh, good. So strong. Um, I think it's good. I just, I don't know. Well, so this is, so it's like three, it's it's under four, it's between three and four thousand asking. You think these things are going to get hit hard? Gray market? Um, It's a possibility. I think it happens with the Santos uh, regularly. So I'm quite I'm quite into this watch. How odd! It's nice. Um, you know, it's perfect if you want to just go out for a nice occasion. It can be a dress watch if you never have a dress watch. But I think I there's actually this is, something. I, I just said this is the watch that Thomas Wayne got shot in. I'm never wearing this watch outside. All right, that's just, <laughs> that's just asking for trouble. You know, the Santos is technically the first. I, I guess they call it the very first pilot watch. Um, so they they carried over this design that. Um, kind of like the early 1900s, I believe. Wow. So, um, these. So I'm looking at what rose gold. It's yeah, steel? yeah. There's a two tone, and I think there's an all gold one, or maybe there's only a two tone. Um, my my wife would totally love this watch. I think. Let's see. Do fuck fuck houses. Buy a watch. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. So let me see what else is going on here. Ulis uh, Narden has has contributed to the very rarely um, growing segment of watches. Right? Erotic watches? Erotic watches. <laughs> watches with some fucking disgusting smut on them for you to impress your friends or touch yourself in at the Aerosmith Porter Potty. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's funny because this is the only SAHH model I know about because I, everybody everyone, was sending it to you. Everyone was sending it to me. I don't even know what it's called. I just know that it has mermaids. It's got yeah. mermaids like fucking like rimming each other out and just like, like blowing sailors. I'm not even like remotely being fucking facetious. That's actually what's happening <laughs> on the watch. No, I'm serious. Let me see. I'm going to, how do you spell Narden? List Narden mermaid watch. I don't want mermaid smut watch on my search history. <clears throat> oh, Forbes, good. Here, I'll, I'll give Forbes a click. I, I have no problem doing that. Might be paywalled. <laughs> Let's see how far I don't have to scroll. So there's a picture of two mermaids. They're frolicking underwater, and there's a shark. Boom, that's one watch. And the mermaids are, well, no, there's one mermaid, one biped, and one shark. That's what's happening on, on this one that I see, I'm seeing now. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, good, because this fucking Forbes website's crashing my browser. Thanks, Forbes. All right, I'm out of here. I'm going. I'm hitting back. I'm hitting back. 
No. No, I'm done. Do we know this. the name of the collection? Let's see. Uh, let's see. Erotic Classico. That's all I'm seeing. Wow. Classico. Yeah, I don't know much about these other than that than that paint job. <laughs> I think on it now. <laughs> I think that's uh I think that's like an umbrella collection for their uh their watches that have some kind of erotic illustration. Um I see the shark about yeah. to eat. But well she's not a mermaid, she has legs. Well there's one with uh with this with this with this bipedal woman and the shark, but there's another one where the shark is there. Uh, the mermaid is there, and the uh, the woman is there. Wow, there's a couple actually. Um, I don't. I don't think we can buy these. I'm scared to look at. The, I've never even looked at the price. You know what's funny though? Just like the way they're painted. So there's a, there, there's um it's really there's a really interesting segmentation of of, of Soviet watch collecting where you collect. Um, usually it's Molnias or Kuroskis that have been painted. Like people will buy them and then they'll just paint the dials themselves. Some of them are absolutely wonderful. Like they like they're painted very very well. Other ones look like they were done like during an earthquake with a crayon. You know what I mean? <laughs> These kind of remind me of some of like somewhere in the middle of like exquisite and just like an art student's watercolors. Like I'm not being mean. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's just I don't. Huh, I'm gonna control F dollar sign. Okay, good. Don't say the price. Come on, come on, guys. You embarrass me in front of my fucking friends. What the hell is the goddamn price of this stupid watch? I'm in a yeah, sour mood. Just by nature, a lot of things at SIHH, I'll see something like this and I won't. I just read, I, to read full article login. Fucking eat me, bro. I'm not logging into shit. <laughs> login. Login. Maybe it's price on request. Who knows? Yeah. Price on request and a fucking naked mermaid will deliver to you on an index card. Ulis Narden mermaid dollar sign. Let's they came out with another watch that is one of your favorite watches. Freak? Do they do another freak? I love you. You know I love me a freak. They came out with a new freak that's a Honda. It's like the Honda Civic version of the freak. The fuck does that mean? It's it's the it's the cheapest version of the freak. <sighs> <laughs> so now we can finally shoot for owning a freak watch. How how cheap? How cheap is cheap? Like uh, twenty one thousand dollars. It's not cheap, Michael. <laughs> I was led. I was led here into false pretenses. I was told there was cookies. And there are no cookies. I was told I can get it on Prime with a Seiko turtle. <laughs> I was told I can get it on Long Island, Long Island Watch. <laughs> Long Island watches, man. Um, so with this listen our den thing, here I have this piece on their website. Celebrated Italian erotic comic book artist Milo Manara Mar. Mon, fucking whatever you know who you are. <laughs> I guess you don't know that person. I was gonna ask if you knew him. I have no idea who the fuck Milo Minara is, dude. I don't even know who I am right now. A, a, a celebrated Italian rather comic book artist Milo Minara and legendary watchmaker with listener didn't have teamed up to create a series of ten enchanting erotic watches. Enchanting is not the word I would use, but that's interesting. Um, Milo's watches take you on a voyage into the depths of mythical sea of desire, where Ulis Narden, a mermaid. A Nadia, a woman, meet to discover and love each other in a time. Fuck you guys. This is really? ridiculous. This is this is all, this is on the Ulysses Den website, dude. I hate watches. I'm getting into <laughs> rocks. I want to collect rocks, Michael. You know, we could get into. Uh, I was trying to. I think I found a hobby that can't be ruined by other people. 
Ooh, pray tell. What is it? And it's uh, whittling, whittling. When you just like whittling with wood, yeah. with like a wood, with like a wood and a knife. Yeah, I mean, how, who's gonna bug you? Knife collectors. That? That, that's that's rife with possibilities. What type of wood are you using? Is it ethically sourced? Ugh, fucking casuals. Are there can, wood? Are there wood neck beards out there? Are you kidding me? There has to be. There has to be. <laughs> your wood neck beard stand up. Stand up. Uh, raise your hand. Um, the clock lends itself. This is a quote from Milo Manar Man. Why can't I say your fucking name, dude? Manara. There we go. <clears throat> the clock lends. Well, it's not a clock. It's a watch, asshole. The clock lends itself particularly precisely to this theme because in eroticism there is eternity. I'm closing this tab and starting my angry letter now. <laughs> dear dear Ulis Narden, I woke up angry today. <clears throat> That's a ridiculous fucking watch. Yeah, I uh I was not um I was not impressed. I guess it's nice to see a mermaid in the nude, I suppose, but um Richard Meal did something. What did they do? They came out with some really weird candy watches. Uh, they have watches <laughs> with candy on them, and they're like one hundred and eighty thousand. That's one is called like the marshmallow, and the other one is called something else. <laughs> I don't know. Incredible. Let's see. Let's see here. Candy. Can't spell the word candy. That's nice. Richard Meal colorful candy inspired bonbon timepieces. Bonbon. Right. That's what they called it. <laughs> let's 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 click it. This is fucking horrible. <laughs> it looks like a Nickelodeon watch. It looks yeah. like a Nickelodeon watch made of Play-Doh. I was seeing some some live video of I think the the marshmallow one, and it looks like it looks really cheap. Like it looks like one like one of the princess watches that we were like messing around with on Amazon when I was trying to like like find something dumb um i'm so upset yeah i found those kind of disappointing i like the concept that just that sounds cool to me but i mean it's just I, the I'm quality just... of finishing on the inside it look i just don't understand why it, it's so rough what what material are they using if they're using some sort of like fucking like foreign material where like they can't i don't know finish it to a place where it's actually presentable that's fine but i don't know it's just it does it just doesn't look yeah it just looks cheap dude yeah i need to show you show me show me things i need to show you the moser nature watch these guys always make me so happy all right let me see moser <laughs> nature watch okay i'll click monochrome i like monochrome oh yeah we're on the same article this is gonna oh be good 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 let me all right it's loading it's loading now you're gonna have a good time with this one this is a watch <laughs> i texted this to you i texted this to you but i i, I think it was one of your blackout dates where you were <laughs> Like for your anniversary, so I don't remember you texting me. What is this? Oh no! So this is um, <laughs> a watch with actual plants on it. Oh my god! Sign me the fuck up. This is incredible. <laughs> what is this? Where? Where do I sign my name? 
I think, and I don't know if they're oh doing this God. in, I don't know if they're doing this in jest, but Moser released a statement saying that they were going to try to cut back on emissions and reevaluate the way that they do things. They're trying to be a greener company. Uh, and they're starting, <laughs> you know, they're maybe taking a little too seriously. They they've done make Swiss made great again, and now this is make Swiss made green again. Uh, yes. So that's their campaign for this, and this is a watch that is covered in actual living plants. It's burgeoning you, with verdant growth. It's yeah. gr- it's growing. <laughs> do and you have you, to trim it? Do you have to water it? It was the water resistance. You do have to water it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. How much is this watch? I'll take ten. How much I, is this fucking watch? I don't know if it's for sale. Oh, that's What's, such a. Mm. Is it just me, or does the dial look like a cow patty? Like it just looks like. like it looks a like it's, it, it has. Yeah, it looks like a cow patty. It's um. <laughs> it's not the most elegant piece, but it's very whimsical, and I appreciate that. Does that make sense? <laughs> what movement is in here? What is this? You should see. You should see the video that they put out. It's it's the actual CEO of Moser, in a forest with trees that have pocket watches hanging from the branches and it is just it's absurd i have a a new life goal i want moser money to where (laughs) you don't care how you look you're kind of just doing whatever you want and you're having a good time well that's what i love about the brand they always just do what they want (laughs) to the point to the point where they made that watch i think uh it was basel where they um they were kind of poking fun at the way brands just you know, rip each other off and take designs and constantly recycle designs. They made a watch that was a mishmash of every popular watch ever, pretty much. And I think they got a bunch of cease and desist uh, letters, and they eventually had to take everything down. But yeah, the, you know, they're always they always have fun, and this thing was super cool. Moser I don't think it's for sale. Watch. Oh, I'd love to try this on one day. Yeah. That's so great. I texted you and I said that I think Moser should be the brand that does a TBWS watch. <laughs> I remember this. I'm sorry I didn't reply. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was probably that was probably like a day where I was just like not on my phone. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, what else did I pull up here? What, um, what do you? What go home? What, what? Let's 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 talk about Moser some more. What kind of what kind of TBWS watch do you think Moser would do for us? What makes sense? We could we could do. A version, okay, we could do a Kaz version and a Mike version. Okay. Your version would be covered in cat hair. Mine, I don't know, something to do with my dog. My can dog mine, shit. Just cat and dog hair. Can I can our can our Moser, can our collected Moser watch have so like it's a regular size watch, but it has an, an incredibly high reaching, egregiously uh, high dome. But within the dome are living bees. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that might go against their their green campaign. Uh, <laughs> just just spray paint them green. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're horrible, Michael. All right. My bee sting from Hong Kong still still hurts yeah, if I look at it. All right. That's a, that's a bad place to get stung. <laughs> <laughs> I was on my way to goddamn Hong Kong Disney when this bee took it upon himself to accost me. For no reason. I wasn't stomping on its hive or whatever the fuck bees have. I was just walking around, dude, and the bee fucking stung his shit in my shit. 
And then some <laughs> old lady swatted him off me and stomped on him. It's a circle of life. <laughs> so, but no, I, okay, you're right. They would not do, well, no. What if the watch was a functioning beehive? There was a queen. They've got to be able to fly in and out of the watch and be trained to, to do so. <laughs> yeah, dude, let's get Terry from Toxic Nails to help us. He 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 does. He has bees. He keeps bees. I think that's. I think we can. I think we can do this. Moser. They can also. They can also do uh, like uh, those artificial drone bees. But this is turning into like a Black Mirror episode. I was gonna say Richie Rich. There's, oh, a, there's a scene a in oh, the yes. live action version of Richie Rich where he's got a, a mechanical bee, remote controlled. Yeah. Never seen Black Mirror. Is it good? Um, it's really, really good, but you're not going to like the way that you feel after you finish most of them. Just another day in the office, man. <laughs> Just another day in the office. Let's see what else we got here. S I H H. Uh, man, I just I just found this tab again for these Cartier, um, these two-handers. Quite I charming. Mean, for somebody, look, for somebody that has the money and uh, maybe they, they look at the mechanical Santos models and are just like, wow, that's way, that's way too close to the money I paid for my Rolex Submariner. Mm. Um, I'll go for this one. I never have to change the battery. Or, I mean, sorry, I, I have to just change a battery. And, um, yeah, it's... You know, only 3K. So maybe I should make that my one watch. What do you think? That would be pretty, pretty interesting, right? Pretty badass. You'd also have to only wear polos for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) I think a polo is the most casual shirt that you could wear with this Cartier. Can't afford polos, man. We po po here, dude. Hey, man, they got they have good ones at Target. (laughs) Do they now? Interesting. Yeah, Yeah. Interesting, interesting. All right, so let me see else. I'm on the SIHH website. We, we got to talk about, we got to talk about, what is it? I forgot already. <laughs> Where is it? Code 1159. Oh, my fucking Christ box. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Code 1159. Tell us the story. <laughs> Code 1159. <laughs> it's not just a fragrance anymore, guys. All right. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> Have you seen them yet? I think I only I'm googling it them. now. I'm googling it now. You're gonna, Introducing you're gonna be... code 1159 by Adamal Don Hodinky. That's oh fine. I'll gosh. give Hodinky the click. They earned it. They're getting the clicks anyway. <laughs> yeah. Me boycotting them is not going to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wow. So... This is an interesting watch, actually. There are some. There are some wins and there are some losses. Um, I don't think it's all bad. So for for context, you know, for years, AP has been criticized for basically just making the Royal Oak. Uh, People would say things like they should basically just be called Royal Oak now. Mm -hmm. Um, I might have even said that. So they wanted to um, they wanted to develop a completely new collection. and that's what the code eleven fifty nine is. Uh, so I think there's a time only model, and let's yeah, obviously obviously the cheapest. So let's find out how much the time only there's model a, is. There's a time only. There's a chrono. There's an open heart. I don't like. The there's font also they there's choose. also a tourbillon, and there's also I think oh. a perpetual calendar. Of course. Or maybe not. 
perpetual calendar. Yeah, there is I, a perpetual calendar. I don't like the font they've chosen. It makes it feel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound very fucking pretentious right now, so I'm very, I'm very sorry, guys. We might say the it, same thing. It makes it feel very cookie cutter. It looks like a mall watch. It looks like a mall baby hit in the head. It looks like a mall watch. I'm not paying however much goddamn thousand dollars for. I'll just go. I'll just go. I'll just go and buy a goddamn mall watch. But you know what's what's funny is that they they talk about the font that they chose and the lettering for for Autumn RPA. I think the the guy said that it took them like two years. To get the A right or something ridiculous like that, because the like little corner of the A is so thin that when they applied it onto this dial with whatever finishing process they were doing, you know, it would just collapse. So that was their struggle for years, I suppose. You um, and I have professionally failed. <laughs> if we could not find a line of work that would allow us to do one thing for two years. <laughs> And yeah. it's totally cool. <laughs> yeah. There yeah, yeah. is a minute repeater super sonnerie with white gold case and smoked blue enamel dial, 295,000 Swiss francs. There's also a version, I think it's some kind of calendar. It might be a perpetual, but it has an aventurine dial, which is sort of like a starry night sky pattern. I like that one. You know what's funny? I like that one the most. And Hilariously, I like the Turbion the most because there's actually some symmetry to it. Um, How odd! I un- I I applaud the effort, but you know, did you, the the watch is pretty interesting at the side, the side profile. So there's let's let's talk here. about this. This they knocked out of the park. They basically took the the octagonal yeah design cue, and they preserved it, but in a very unique way. This is a three piece case. And that octagonal segment is sandwiched within those two pieces. So the, it's, that, it's very pleasing. It's very cool. I don't. I, I hate the fact that I can't get any notion of that by looking at the watch head on. Yeah, that's they did that a hundred percent on purpose. Like if you're looking at it head on, it looks like a just circle watch. But then they wanted you to turn it over a little bit and get that sense of um, AP like design DNA. The problem is, if the first thing I see doesn't entice me to spend any more time looking, that's a design failure because I'm not going to get to that second part right. of looking at the side of the watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's that, and there, then there's also the fact that this chronograph is um, their first uh, you know, in-house integrated chronograph. Uh, so that's pretty That's pretty. What cool. does that mean? Um, it, it's an in-house chronograph. It's it's a new in-house chronograph from Autumn RPG. So we oh, might see that we might see that movement uh, in in other watches. Uh, so we might see the Royal Oak chronograph get a refresh uh, at some point with that movement, uh, and we might see, I believe, the time-only movement. I don't think it's been used in anything else yet. I could be wrong. Hmm. Could be it could be in the new fifteen five hundred, which is the newest time-only. Royal Oak that I'm furious about. Wow, I'm just, I'm just, I'm now, now I'm just looking for pictures of this, of this thing from the side. Wow, it's very cool. That that I I was kind of I was kind of amazed by when I I saw the watches head on and I was like, oh god, utter <laughs> utter fail. But that is that is pretty interesting. I like the way they executed that. Wow. Hate the name. 
You absolutely what's the, hate what's, the name. What's, what's the story of the name? 1159, that's how much time Dude, Liam Neeson had to like rescue his daughter from Taken. <laughs> or some, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. I do, I'm telling you, man. I was watching some video of the CEO <laughs> talking, and it's just like, yeah, we chose the word code because of, I don't know. He said something like, oh, the, the watch. Like watchmaker's code or something. Yeah, they have like their own code that they speak in or whatever. Um, you know, and 11.59 is the last minute of the day. So I just, I just like, you're, you're just saying words. So I, I turned it off. I, I, I might be wrong. I don't know the whole story. It's a bad name either way. That's pretty weird, man. <laughs> wow. Let's see. What else? Uh, I still love AP. I love. Um, I know you do, man. So I got to talk about the fact that they revamped the basic 41 millimeter Royal Oak. Okay. They kind of ruined the dial. <laughs> they made it a thousand dollars more expensive. <laughs> let me let me. Uh, I'm googling it now. Uh, there might not be that much news about it. It's the it's the AP fifteen five hundred. Uh, reference numbers AP fifteen dash five hundred. Just fifteen five hundred altogether. Let's see if there's any. Uh, yeah, it's the new self winding forty one millimeter. They completely knocked out the hour index at three o'clock and they scooted the date all the way to the side. So I have something here on the dive watch connection of all places. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if those I wonder if those folks like it. Uh, like but I, I just don't understand. I just don't understand pricing it at 19200 now. This looks weird. Why does this look weird to me? Because that date window. It's okay. scooted, it scooted over way too... Like, oh my god, I see what's happening. Ugh. Okay, I think I know what they're trying to do. But it just looks awkward now. It feels off, off balance, kind of from what I recognize the dial traditionally looks like. Yeah, so I'm going to sound like a snob... Uh, when I when I say this, but this watch is nineteen thousand nine hundred dollars. They came out this year with a thirty-eight point five millimeter stainless steel Royal Oak chronograph, which is looks really really nice, really nice. And if you're playing in the nineteen thousand dollar watch territory, it's not going to be that hard for you to probably scoot it up to the twenty three thousand that this chronograph costs. So. Mm. Um, yeah, that's SIHH for you. <laughs> I was talking crazy, crazy price ranges. <laughs> How odd. Yeah, it's all the way on the side now. I don't like that. Yeah, the 15400, the version right before. Um, it looks like I got a little too overzealous with MS Paint. <laughs> the other version had like half of, uh, so the date window and the remaining half of the hour index occupied the same length i'm seeing a side by side i yeah. much prefer that that's so that's, yeah dude yeah interesting and they removed gonna, the word automatic i don't know if that matters is yeah. this thing still automatic yeah it's automatic i just i don't know why I, that never bugged me either i think they're trying to make it look more like older royal oaks mm -hmm. um that might have had a little less text on them but uh yeah i uh i still dig the 15 400 uh, even though I'll probably never own it. <laughs> never say never, man. You never know. You never know what life's gonna throw at you. I'm trying to think of what else there was. Um, I'm scrolling here, looking at stuff. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. Beyond time, 
10 exceptional watches at SIHH. What the fuck website is this? Oh, did you see the new Rezans watches? Uh, Armin Strom Masterpiece 1 Dual Time Rezans Sapphire? No, no, the brand Rezans. They have oh, the, oh uh, no, let me let me see. Yeah, they have those oil-filled watches, which are we were talking super about those on the um, watch mining episode, I think. Gnarly. <laughs> they came, they came out with a couple that have these smart crown features or smart. Yeah, it's smart, smart. tech. Yeah, it, like you can you can do stuff with the watch and your phone, uh, but it's all mechanical and it's super expensive. Um, I'm not really down with that one. I like the Type 3, which is oil-filled. That's the one that's um, has two separate like chambers inside of the watch. One is essentially wet. The other one's dry. Wow. I'm looking at this thing now. How interesting. The white dial? Uh, the Type 3, you said, or Type 2? Type 3. Type 3. Yeah, if you see any Type 3, that's kind of like... They've they've remained pretty unchanged for the most part. The latest versions have an oil temperature subdial, which I think is really cool. Uh, and the newest version, the Type Three W, is in all white for SIHH. Type Two, no. What? I wish I could own one of these. <laughs> How much are these things? This one is 36,000 Swiss francs. <laughs> so the conversion rate of Swiss francs to uh, USD is it like is it like Indian rupees to USD <laughs> where it's like 40,000 rupees is 1 cent? <laughs> nope. Damn. Well, worth asking. How interesting. Yeah, that's 3 that's 36,653 US. So it's pretty much right there. Yeah, these are just ridiculous, man. I'm just looking at a bunch of like like stuff just popping up. So this HYT brand, Gerard Perrault, whatever the fuck you say. Jeje Le Culte, Master Grade Tradition Gyro Turbion, Westminster Perpetual. We got to talk about that watch because it's hilarious. It's a crazy gyro turbion. What um, the fuck does that mean? It's it had, it's like it rotates on two different axes. Like it, it, it looks really cool when you see it operating. But the big thing is that it's a minute repeater and that it does the Westminster chime. But the the model that they took to the show didn't do that. <laughs> so they were just like What it didn't function? Yeah. Yeah, like oh, that's that perfect. That, that function makes me so happy. that function didn't work. So people were walking like journalists were walking up <laughs> and asking about it. And they said, Well, yeah, it does it, but not this one. <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't deliver. They were orologically impotent. Um, at the call and beckon of the crowd that's fantastic i mean i i, I feel horrible saying it's fantastic it's ironic i yeah. think right um damn it's this a, thing is crazy looking though oh yeah yeah Eight hundred thousand euros holy fucking christ ball <laughs> jesus god in heaven what <laughs> what why yeah dude that, wow it's beautiful though uh, the, i'm looking at the um, the movement right now this i mean it's it's uh, it, it is it is quite beautiful but for eight hundred thousand dollars, I better do my goddamn taxes as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, wow. Still, so like, for me, besides the uh, the IWCs and the Cartiers, I also, and this is this is a watch that I think 
because of this watch, I pay more attention to SIHH because I want to see brands do this. Mm. Remember that Bomb and Mercier Clifton Baumatic that came out of SIHH and people were like, I think it's I think it's in the two thousand dollar range, which is I think the cheapest watch I've ever seen at the show. Bomb and Mercier, what how, how do you say Bow? The Clifton Baumatic, B A U M A. TIC. This sounds so familiar. We've talked about it before. We have. We have Clifton Biomatic 10436. This is the watch. It's like a basic white dial with a crosshair dial. That's the one. Cool. Yep. Yeah, man. That thing is um, 2,790 new. Wow. Um, it's like, it's a nice dress watch. It's expensive, obviously. Uh, but this year they released it with. Um, like a smoky blue dial so that's kind of the only update that this watch got and now um now there's a perpetual calendar version of it which looks very very nice but i didn't even check the price what is this Twenty-four thousand. Ugh. i'll take the time only please <laughs> <laughs> mountain dew or crab juice oh god like a crab juice. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you ever watched The Simpsons growing up. I'm not sure we've, we've ever talked about The Simpsons I did, on air. But I, I noticed that we follow Simpsons uh, family quotes. We on, do. We do because it brings me joy. And I, I really, <laughs> I, I like to see it pop up on the feed. So I, I went on a on a mini Simpsons YouTube adventure the other day. <laughs> I was looking up like the earliest earliest episodes, which are super rough. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I'd love to. I'd love to just watch a bunch of Simpsons, maybe cover to cover. I don't know if you can stream them anywhere. anywhere. No, no, you'd have to buy it. Yeah. Doesn't Matt Groening have enough cheddar? <laughs> Between Simpsons, Futurama, now technically, um, whatever it's called, Disenchantment or Disenchanted, whatever. It's a it's a really fun um, new series on Netflix. Hmm. Sih, there was a Vacheron Constantine that I wanted to get your opinion on. Let's take a look. You go. Oh, good. My laptop's dying. It's like everything else. Oh, here you. Uh, what model are you? Oh, I don't care about fuck. <laughs> Is it the Twin Beat Perpetual it, Calendar? It, it 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 looks quite menacing. Here you go. The one with the sixty-five day power reserve. <laughs> Jesus, is that what it is? Hold on, let me let, let me just Google. I'm finding all kinds of like stupid bullshit right now. Vacheron Constantine. What did you say it was called? Twin Beat. Uh, yeah, the Twin Beat Perpetual Calendar. This is the one, Michael. What the fuck is this thing? It's interesting. I don't know much about this watch. It looks really cool. It looks quite cool. It for me, it's a bit of a departure because when I think Vacheron Constantine, I think very like measured and very kind of classic looking. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I agree. This so this looks this? almost Roger Dubuis-ish, you know. Yeah, quite into it. What are you? It's also two hundred k. Oh fuck! <laughs> you can try to find an Invicta that looks like it. <laughs> Maybe that's my goal: find an Invicta that looks like a two hundred thousand dollar watch. Here's a very special one: the new. Oh, this is monochrome watches. Um, Vacheron Constantine traditional twin beat perpetual calendar comes with a normal power reserve of four days. However, when put in so-called standby mode, the movement switches to a lower frequency. But I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, dude. Closing it. I'm done. I'm over it. How you doing? You alright? What you wearing? Uh, my SKX, and I feel <laughs> good. 
I'm wearing a watch and socks. That's it. <laughs> Next question. I'm not actually. I'm not even wearing a watch. I'm wearing jeans. But yeah, this is interesting. I mean, I obviously everything we've been talking about with SIHH, it's still flooded with incredibly expensive watches. But there were some interesting moments, like that IWC we opened up with that automatic, um, that three hander around three or four k. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. You know, is this? Do you think it's something that we're going to continue seeing or because I am of still I'm still of the beware of Ides, you know, the beware of the Ides of March mindset where these shows are going to be just become less and less relevant. I'm oh, yeah, very interested true. to see what the fuck happens with Basel <laughs> this year. You know what I mean? Well, whether, whether these shows keep happening or not, I, I just all I want to see is is uh, brands kind of realizing that they can do really cool things at entry level price points. Well, not entry level for everyone, but entry level for them. Um, you know, unlimited unlimited budget. What would you get? One watch from this from SIHH. From this show, hmm. We didn't talk about it. Mm. Uh, I would I would get an AP that came out. There's one AP that came out. It's a Royal Oak Jumbo Extra Thin with this kind of copper dial. And I think the I think the watch is also in white gold. <laughs> They're only making 75 of them. Uh, and I think it's like $50,000. Let me see. It's loading now. This is quite tasteful. I enjoy this. It's very cool. I can I can I can totally see you rocking this thing like no one's business. Yeah, and I would I would never have anything else. This is it. This is this is what you would. This is this is this is, this is your your new life as an AP owner. Just walking into joints, ordering food, and leaving. There's a funny um, it's either on Netflix or Hulu. <coughs> There's um, what the fuck's his name? The guy that plays Thor in all the Marvel movies. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. There's a he's 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 playing like the talent in like an Hugo Boss or Hugo Boss like cologne commercial where like he puts cologne on and like, he, he does those things. He, you would buy this watch and do what he does in that commercial because all that all that 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 Hugo Boss commercial is 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 he wakes up, he puts cologne on, puts a suit on, and he just walks around town. He's not doing anything. <laughs> he goes to pick up a coffee. He's laughing with someone in the street. He's kind of just walk. He's not contributing to society in any way whatsoever. He's just walking into buildings. It's attractive people walking into places and leaving. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's, that's what they do. That's what that's attractive what they do. people do. That's 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 that's, that's, that's what you're to do when you get this watch. I like this watch. I can get behind it. Yeah, that's that's the one I would get. How about you? Did you get that freak? <laughs> <laughs> let me i actually haven't even seen it let me uh i think it's S-I-H-H. called the freak x no it sounds like a disturbed album I'm not, I'm not buying the fucking freak x dude it's the static x edition of it's the, the static it's the wayne static <laughs> blessings be upon him oh this is interesting it actually kind of does look like a static x watch i will say <laughs> right uh i don't like it it's far too pared back for what the freak to me represents, and that's complete outlandishness. Yeah, the this freak has balanced. to be the freak. It has to be it has to be horribly, horribly oppressive when you wear it. It's got to be the worst thing in the room. That's the essence of the, that's why I love that watch. But it's so wonderful and beautiful at the same time. I wouldn't get this. I honestly, I would. I, I even though I guess money is no object, I'm still quite kitten smitten. With these uh, quartz two hand Cartios, um, yeah. or, or, or Cartios, there you go, Cartier pieces. 
They're great, man. And like you said, the uh, I think I think the sizes, both of the sizes, work well for both men and women. I can get behind that. I can. I don't know why. I feel like that would just like, I could wear that every day. Yeah. You know. God, this is not. This is not my favorite freak. I do not enjoy this. I think it's. uh, I think we might have to wrap it up soon. We're uh, coming up on the time. But it was okay. a it was a it was a good show. I think um, SIHH. There's a lot more stuff that I liked than I that I thought I would. I there's there's would. there's also a lot of stuff that we haven't just did not get the chance to talk about. So what we'll do probably is the week that you guys are hearing this, um, I'll try and jump on a live stream and just talk with everyone. Maybe Mike and I can do it together, depending on how our schedules align. But we'd love to just hear from you guys about what you loved, what you thought was wonderfully superfluous and not essential but still i don't know quite endearing like just your thoughts and impressions on sihh um what do you think of this of the stuff that we highlighted obviously this we could not highlight everything so that's why i think it'll be fun mike if we can find time to just like do a live stream together and just kind of talk to everyone i think that'll be uh that'll be a good time you know right on yeah and definitely let us know your thoughts on this on 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 the show you know not on the live stream just in the comments below um where this goes on the website or you can email us uh, your thoughts and opinions tbws.contact at gmail.com the email again is tbws.contact at gmail.com this past week actually um we got so many wonderful emails from a lot of a lot of you guys and they've been for me specifically this week this has been a very very tough week so uh it's been really nice to see so much like wonderfully positive energy from all of you i have not responded to a lot of them just because i have not had the time or the willpower so if you did hit me up and you said very very kind things i saw it i love you i appreciate it i will write back i'm not like ignoring it um i will get to it uh in time and um definitely keep them coming uh also keep your keep your uh Keep your eyes peeled for more uh, for more fun giveaways. Um, I know there is a some people have expressed difficulty with finding the the email sign up module for the seven K follower giveaway for for, for the TBW seven K follower giveaway we're giving away this Vostok Classica that I did a review for on the website. Very very cool. It's um, Vostok's homage to their own iconic um, Vostok two eight zero nine precision uh, timepiece. Is really 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 cool. Um, the actual module to sign up for emails that will enter you into the contest, it's, it's, it's not on the homepage yet. Actually, when you hear this, it should be, but basically if you want to find it, it's in the reviews and the articles, either in the sidebar, if you're on desktop or towards the bottom, if you're on mobile, but I'm going to work on making that thing um, more visible. So all you got to do to enter into Windows Boston Classic is go sign up for emails, um, I don't want to email people too much because I think that's super annoying. So honestly, the emails are probably they'll go out like once every two weeks or once a month, but they're going to be fun. I want to try and do a unique video for every newsletter. So you'll only see that video if it's in, um, if you sign up for those newsletters. And so it'll just be me. It'll just be, just be me talking about my feelings and bullshit. So, so if you like me talking about my feelings and bullshit, you like the newsletters. You know what I mean? I want one where it's just a GIF of a cutout of my face just spinning around in a circle for two hours and <laughs> we put that in the newsletter it's that for two hours and you're automatically entered to win the win the watch if you watch the whole thing yeah you gotta watch the whole thing <clears throat> it's like um, it's like meat spin what is meat spin Ugh, it sounds disgusting <laughs> what is meat spin 
Is know, it exactly we, we what can, it sounds we can, like? We can end the conversation there. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to Google? Is it is it in the same Googling realm as WhiteHouse.com? Hold on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, <not> gonna, <laughs> I'm closing this tab. <laughs> I don't so, even yeah, know if it's around anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, dude, I'm not. I'm not therapy monster. I'm not. I'm not knocking on no doors, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, here's so. Um, really appreciate everyone hanging out with us. Um, this is episode 112. Um, a lot of you guys ultimately sharing opinions on what you want us to do for future episodes. Keep that coming. Uh, I think Michael and I are overdue for maybe returning to some of our reoccurring segments. We have a lot of really fun reoccurring segments here at Two Broke Watch Knobs. Um, so maybe we'll hit up one of those. I'm not too sure, but wish me luck also on my no watch watch fast as I do this for some reason. And also uh, keep everyone updated on the watch purge. Do you have any any parting words for the kind folk at home? Or is it, is it that sad time? Is that sad? sad? I, I don't want to go, which is why I'm I'm really, really dragging No, time. no, other than just tell us which watches you like at SIHH. Michael, what did you fill your cart with in the last episode? What did you spend your $6.21 on? Better been a goddamn duck. <sighs> I'll reveal that in a different episode. <laughs> oh, no, my heart. Ugh, okay, I gotta wait. We all gotta wait. Because I don't know. I wish I knew. I don't know nothing. No one told me nothing. <laughs> But all right, here, um, that's sad time. You want to start and I'll close them out? Yep. Thanks for listening, everyone. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. Later. (laughs)